into the deep end And get back what's gone round And you've been keeping Down the aisles between the rows Happy New Year! Happy New Year! For Movie Man Podcast. This will be boys. this will be our first episode of the New Year. We've been waiting, yes. even though we have two movies in the bank. In the bank, we only waited twenty something days. Uh, We're almost done with fucking January. Bro. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I was just waiting for you to watch ten movies. <laughs> that did, yeah. <laughs> that was basically all I needed you to do. I yeah, I can't, I can't fuck with you there. You got me. <laughs> You got me. Two of the movies on this list I, I, uh, I like, saw in the past month. Like, look, <laughs> we've we've been very honest about like how things like, you know, we're not gonna fucking record every week, you know, we got shit going on. There was holidays, there was fucking a, a going away party. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. All I needed Matt to do was watch ten movies. And finally got to ten. I did it. He finally got to ten. He finally got to ten. <laughs> Yay! He did it. I did it. And so now it's time for us to talk about it. Yes, we're going to do our top 10 list. So if you follow us on Letterboxd, I put up two lists, uh, but this is just from my side. So I, it, I, I labeled it as Brian's top 10 and Brian's uh, bottom 10 of 2022. But now we're going to talk a little bit more about it because we need con- content. Content is king. Yeah, and who? what gets the numbers going? Lists. Lists. Maybe. I don't know if that's true. Lists and... D&D. D&D, I guess. Yeah. But we, we talk a lot also, about... Also, tournaments. The tournaments are big, the too. The tournaments the Tournaments hit? are big, yeah. Oh, man. We should do another tournament. I so. think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They're always fun. They are. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's really, you, it's really all I need, yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Well, really, we'll get there. We'll really get there. put a lot on your shoulders. We'll get there. All right. Let's get going. So, top 10 movies of 2022. I will tell you, my list is skewed by... The amount of movies I haven't seen, but I, I think it would really take off probably when we get to the middle section. Yeah, that like the bottom, like the the tough thing about a top ten is that the first three, so ten through seven, they're not great. Yeah, they're more like favorites. Okay, you know, yeah, like you're like you know you kind of like it, it's, it's a like a stupid thing to say, but like you could watch me like that's a good movie. But there, are, I can understand people having a difference of opinion. Okay, sure. But when you get to that top five, you better have that it's shit locked in. Have that shit locked down. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna supplement that by saying that I do have a list of movies that I didn't see this year. Okay. That I think probably would have made it in that six to ten range mm-hmm. had I seen them. Do you want to say what they are now? And I'll sure. Okay. I'll say what they are now. Um, I heard the Northman was really good. I would have liked to have seen that. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't see that. I heard that was okay. The menu is getting good reviews. I would like to see that. It's good. I wish I had seen The Woman King only because of the amount of uh, good stunt work and choreography that went into it. I yeah, I think that interesting to me. I think that may be hitting a streaming service soon. Yeah, because I did hear that like there's a lot of like historical inaccuracies that kind of sour the Mm. the plot of the movie. Yeah, but from an action standpoint, it was very impressive what Viola Davis was able to do. Yes. Uh, Nope. Yeah, I didn't see that either. I wish I did. Mm. Um, I think I would have liked it. I love Kiki. I love Jordan Peele. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good. A killer. Um, Steven Ewan. Steven Ewan. And it's Aliens. Mm. All right. Um, Werewolf by Night. Saw it. I've heard nothing but good things. Mostly from me. Uh, you, Stuckman, like a lot of... Yeah. Uh, it's a, a good time. Good it's a lot of fun. Uh, Emily the Criminal. 
Did not see it. I'm a big Aubrey Plaza guy, mm-hmm. and uh, is a role that she supposedly takes You're very an APG. seriously. You're an APG. You're very APG. Yeah. I'm an APG. Uh, the Whale. Didn't see it. Didn't see it, but I'm a big Brendan Fraser guy. Big Bra- uh, So here's the funny thing about The Whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, last couple of weeks, I would go to the movies with uh, my cousin Mikey, you know, friend R&P. of the show. Yeah. yeah. Right. He, he's yeah. moving. Sad to see him go. So he told me, he's like, because he has the AMC plus the, yeah the, you go to the They'll movies and all that stuff yeah so he he keeps on joking about uh me signing up about it but last time he tried running the joke it took 20 years before that joke paid off yeah <laughs> so i don't know who's got more well you because he is out of here yeah he's so out of here so one he said he saw the whale and i go yeah. oh how was the whale? And he's like, he looks at me dead in the eyes and goes, oh, it was heavy. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even realize what he said. Oh, well, no, nah, something that witty, he, he, he can't do on purpose. That's funny. <laughs> it's like, because it was just like, he said, yeah, it's like, yeah, it was so heavy. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a heavy movie. So it's a heavy movie. I bet, you know, right. not, not unexpectedly. Okay. And then the last one, uh, Smile. You know what? A lot of these movies I haven't seen. We could, I mean, we have a podcast. We could do these. We movies. have a podcast where we talk about movies, and right? I know where most of these movies are. Yeah, a lot of them are on streaming services. Yeah, so I, I am down to watch them because those are movies that I really wanted to. Smile see. had a real good like promotional campaign. Yeah, where they got the baseball games and they stuff. They fucked up the baseball. <laughs> that was wild. I was like, this is genius. Yeah, because it costs like. They went to an A's game, so the tickets like two dollars. Cost one ticket, yeah. yeah. And they just put a girl, just have her wear a shirt, like brilliant. Yeah, fucking brilliant. It was good, um, and it got good reviews. Yeah, uh, supposedly it's kind of scary. Um, all right, so now we can talk about our top ten. So I just want what, what's your what's not your number ten? Number ten for me. So uh, I'm a little different than Matt. I uh, my schedule's a little bit more freed up. You watched a lot of movies. I watch a lot too. of movies. I do that. Um, uh, not because like I don't have I, actually because I don't have a social life. Uh, I do it because I also <laughs> I, my social life is other nerdy things. But like also and like the gym. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I should replace. But it's like a lot of things. Like I don't know what to do, so I guess I will just watch something. Yeah, I got you. And I and I also like a lot of movie genres don't scare me anymore. Mm. Where I'll just like I'll mm. go for it. like I used to be like no horror, no this, no like no like stuff. But it's like why not? Sure. So, first movie, uh, this came out in March, I believe, just a little bit after St. Patrick's Day, is movie X by Ty West, Mia Goth, Kid Cudi, uh, Cudi. Uh, mm. Brittany Snow, a lot of people in it. And this is a slasher film? This is kind of a slasher film. Okay. It sets, it's like... And it's part of a... Of a- Trilogy, right? It's just it's a it's a growing trilogy, which I think they just kind of like decided on the day. Okay. Because they made the movie and they're like, oh, we still have, the, so. Uh, you guys are still here. You guys, Let's like, do another one. It's like, oh, Mia Goth's still here. Oh. We have her for like another week. Let's fucking film Let's another shoot movie. Another movie. We got it. We got a, and it's 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 really kind of it takes place in like the late seventies, kind of this real gritty, uh, like grimy fucking like film grain to it. Mm. Uh, but it's not like a like a normal slasher where it, it's mostly like how like like you, like it, it, I think the main thing is like youth is wasted and like mm-hmm. someone wants to recapture what they look like and like lust and uh, it's really fucking good. Okay. But it, like it goes for a while, and then it just goes crazy at the end. Oh, okay. Just like murders all the time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Why? Why would? 
You put it on the top, you put it number 10, which means there's nine movies you thought were better. Right. Right? Is there something that you would say this movie... I feel like the the, the first half of the movie mm-hmm. is a little slow. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a while before it really, like, kicks in. Yeah. Um, and, and you're kind of, like, looking around, and they, they do kind of... The camera does kind of follow more people that are less interesting. Oh, okay. And you're like, oh, okay. But then you you go like, oh, well, Kid Cudi is a little bit more of an interesting character, but you don't you're find out about him now. until later. Mm. Yeah. I, I have a similar issue in my top, in my number 10, um, which is Sonic 2. Uh, <laughs> so Sonic 2 holds a lot of significance for me because like, like we talked about off air, Sonic was the last movie that we saw before I the world shut down. I think we did it for the show. Yeah. I think our friend Nick no, we, Land- we, we wouldn't have seen no, it. No, we did it for Nick Land. We did it for Nick yeah. Landy's show. We right, for the right. Landy Lodge. We wouldn't have seen it on our own. No. But we watched it. And so, um, you know, I, I went and I saw Sonic 2. Right. And uh, I, like you said, on like I said on Letterboxd, if you saw the first Sonic, you'd be like, hmm, I thought that'd be worse. Right. You're going to like the second Sonic. Right. Have you seen it? Yes. Sonic 2? Yeah. Okay. So I did the movie. I did the review with you. We did for it. For Sonic 2? For Sonic 2, yeah. Okay, good. So. And we also. So we also I've did seen, the Landy Lodge have, for that one? I have seen more Sonic movies than I have seen of the X trilogy. That's kind of crazy, too. I have seen only X. I have not seen Pearl yet. You've never seen X2? Oh, oh, X, X, X. Yeah. The yeah. movie that's on my top 10. Yes, yes, I have, yes. I've only You've seen, seen one more in of my movie. Yeah. Got it. So, Sonic 2, you know, I think this movie is leagues above mm. Sonic 1. In streets that ahead, someone said. Streets ahead. Way faster. Um, because it takes everything that you liked about Sonic 1, mm. which is Jim Carrey as Eggman, which is uh, the kind of fun-loving, you know, the, the special effects of, like, playing off the speed of Sonic. Right. Right? Um, and they and it adds to it. Mm. So, you add in Tails. Who the, whose characterization they nail. Like nail tails. They nail tails as like nail and tailing as like uh, they as someone who you know used Sonic was, as a hero was, and that hero that kind of worship becomes friendship. You know the thing is I was never a big Sonic guy growing up. I was a big Sonic guy. You were a big up. Sonic guy. That's I was a big thing. Sonic guy. My yeah. brother and I played Sonic too, right. and I was Tails and he was Sonic. So and I would then, carry him this meant something him. to you. Yeah. And then we played something. Sonic Three, and I was Knuckles. Oh. And Knuckles was the other part. Uh, Idris Elba killed it as Knuckles yeah. as the straight man for Eggman, and uh, and he had a, a decent arc too. They gave him a backstory that was relative to the plot. He was a great match for Sonic. And it's that, literally like you just saw this movie. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen it since I saw it. <laughs> when um, you're like recalling it, like there it is, right? To it's the front. not a difficult. It's it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's not... kind of simple. It's a kids movie. <laughs> oh wait, when did Sing Two come out? This year or 2021? Uh, let me take a look. If Sing Two came out this year, I got to take something off my top ten and put Sing Two there instead. And put that right at the top. Put that right at the top. No, but um, you know, and, and the special effects were still came good. Out 21. Okay, never mind. Um, special effects were still very good. Uh, the characterization and the friendships between Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic and Tails, felt natural, felt genuine. And then at the end, when you get Super Sonic, it felt it feels earned and it's fucking baller. And I loved it. And great stinger at the end. You know, but you know what? Yeah, you could take what you just said about Sonic and say about X. <laughs> no, and say it about oh. my my ninth movie. Oh, Turning Red. Oh, where sure. there's a lot of like that same like friendships and like coming of age and yeah. Kind of finding yourself in a new place. The the CGI was very good. Yeah. I, the red I did, fur I looked great. The fur, yeah, yeah. the red fur, and the, and the you know, the like the very um, 
American anime look. Yes. Where... A lot of, like... You know what it kind of was? Kind of like like Chinese anime. Yes. Yeah. Where it's, like, circ- like big circle faces with red... Like, you kind of... You kind of... I don't want to get... I don't want to get too... Yeah, into we it. Get too descriptive. <laughs> but, like, you could tell it's, like... This is definitely inspired by, like, certain stories. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, sorry to cut off your Sonic. No, 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 go ahead. But, like, I, you got to bring that energy. You. you have, like... <laughs> I can bring it back to you. I can bring yeah. it back to you. It's all good. Uh, but, yeah, I think Turning Red, it was a lot of fun. I, I you know, you know, kind of having that, like, yeah, the coming of age shit, you yeah. know, not knowing your full place, and yeah. then standing up against your parents. It's, like, it's, like, yes. it's, yeah. it's very important stuff. And, you know, I think, you know, unfortunately, like, Disney animation has taken it on the fucking knees in the pandemic, mm-hmm. starting with Onward. Mm-hmm. And then Encanto, and mm-hmm. even the I will new say one. Encanto definitely bounced back. It bounced back. It's definitely moving merch. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's killing it at the parks. Yeah, because uh, it's interactive, and that's yeah. that's a good thing about Encanto. And I always will. They need to make the house of Encanto oh, one of the parks. If they put that at Epcot, at the oh, and the world. For, no, yeah, you just make a whole other world for Colombia. They might just do it in Magic. Yeah, get rid of you know what? Get rid of America. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. gonna say it right now. Do we need a whole attraction for what we're in already? We could just walk out for free yeah. and get a fucking dry ass hot Plus, dog. That we're, you know what you do during that puppet show? You fall asleep. Mm-hmm. It's a pit stop. Mm-hmm. It has AC. That's it. But if they if you just make the house of Encanto, oh my god, how much better is that? You could have the, her mom's who's uh, Arepa's heel. Mm. Oh, oh, just, oh. just imagine getting a hot Arepa and the, and the lime juice. Yes, there you go, Disney. This is why you fired that fucking dipshit. Come on, bro. Iggs, Bobby Iggs, do this. It should have been done already. Because we don't need, we don't need. Because you have the Hall of Presidents at Disney, like at the the fucking Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. You don't need an American. You don't need the whole America. You just put the Encanto House. Can you imagine the the political kickback from conservatives if they take out America and put it Colombia? Because <sighs> I can't get rid. Look, you can't get rid of Canada. No. Can't get rid of Canada. No. Mexico hits real hard, too. Mexico, can't get rid of Mexico. As we start... This might just turn into a... Disney Who would like France or Belgium? I would say... You know what? France and... Because they had kind of the same... Like, France and Italy kind of had the same shit. Yeah. Like, they had the same... They had the same alcohol. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. just say that. <laughs> but, like... But, yeah. I, I, like, cause I did, like... I did not like the America Second. Yeah. Because, like, it was a shitty IPA that mm-hmm. tasted like crap. And they gave me, like, a, a crab cake that was dry as fuck. Ugh. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm out here trying to enjoy myself. Right. Get fucked up in Disney. Right. And this is really bumming me it out. It's really bummed us out. Yeah. Was... I had more fun sitting down, like, drying out my sweat inside. Yeah. It's like, oh, do you know they America stole that from It's a pit stop. Yeah. You know? Um, but okay. I, I will. So, for Sonic 2, one of the, ne- the... The big negative for me was that it's, like, very evidently a kid's movie still. Right. It was, like, a dance-off set to Uptown Funk. And the yeah, plot kind of pauses for like a, a botched like kind of wedding It would have killed in 2014. Yeah. yeah. Did you find that Turning Red also suffered from being a kid's movie? I didn't. I, think I thought it, Turning Red was, you know. I, I think it was a little bit more though. of that like fun for kids but better for adults. Like mm-hmm. good for adults as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a great kid's movie but good for adults. Yeah. Because there's stuff that like, you know, when – she was writing in her notebook about the boy. Yeah. It's like kids like, oh, yeah, yeah. But as like an adult, you remember as like as a, when you had your first crush, you're yeah. like, oh, my God. And that's what's interesting because I know a lot of like – a lot of parents didn't like it, how boy crazy Maymay is. Right. Um, but girls get boy crazy. Girls get boy crazy. Yeah. But it's not something that parents really embrace. 
Right. And I mean, that's, also that's a, part of the movie. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing in the movie. Because who ends up saving the day is the boy band, who, who were awesome, by the <laughs> they way. They were pretty good. Loved the boy band, loved their song. Right. <laughs> I never met nobody They're like, like you. When they, when they had that, it, it gave me like flashbacks to uh, Bob's Burgers uh-huh. and Boys yes. for Now. Yes, exactly. Like, it's like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> really funny. Yeah. That was really good. Uh, what's your so that's your number nine? Number nine. What's your number? My nine? number nine is uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Okay. You know, um, I w- I remember you know I was feeling high on it when I came out of it. Right. Um, I think it had a lot of cool shock value. You know, I think Elizabeth Olsen came through as a really cool villain. I really didn't like. Uh, she got a lot of the character got a lot of criticism because a lot of people said that. Uh, you know, it undid a lot of what went on in in WandaVision with, in terms of her dealing with her grief. Right. Um, and in a way, I could see that, but I also felt that it was her trying to get her sons back. She, but also she never the, lost her. She. I thought that WandaVision was her grieving Vision. Right. And then to grieve Vision, she made those sons, and it's like, okay, I'm over Vision, but these sons exist somewhere, and I want them. And also to uh, multiply the Dark Home is that, yeah. yeah she looked it at corrupted it, her. it corrupted her. Yeah. So even if she presented a face of having being fine with it, at the end of WandaVision, she was, it was completely like she Engulfed. was searching. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like that, that was so fine. This follows directly after. It seems logical enough to yeah. me. There are things I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. It's the multiverse of madness, but we spend most of the movie in like two universes, yeah. um, which I thought was a lot of wasted potential. You know, uh, I did think America Chavez. You know, didn't really have. She was, she was more a, of a plot device. She than was anything. a prop. Yeah, she was a prop. Who got um, scared of a bee and killed her mom? <laughs> yeah, you know. But on the on the bright side, I thought that you know the the musical fight was really cool. Mm. I thought the Raimi's stuff, like the, the Raimi stuff, the and, the, and the uh, yeah, the Raimiisms really hit for me. Mm. The Illuminati stuff was cool until they got fucking. Obliterate. I mean, no, them getting obliterated was the cool part. Right. Um, I think them just talking out of their ass the whole time. That was yeah. annoying. Yeah. Because, like, okay, they're cool. not supposed to be that full of shit. Right. You know? Um, and I think it also, like, it was kind of... I Now, in out of context, like, months later, when we've seen nothing else of any kind of multiversal shit, nothing else about any kind of X-Men shit or Fantastic shit, right. we don't even know if John Krasinski's really going to be Mr. Fantastic. He's not. He's not. He said he's not. And it makes me think, like... That was just to shut fans up. It was a yeah. lot of a lot of that casting was to be like, okay, here you are. Yeah, because that like well, I feel, but it wasn't an uh, an earnest attempt to expand the multiverse, right? Which seems to be what this whole thing's about. So I I'm feel like Ant Man fixes yeah. that. I but. feel like MCU Professor X is going to be uh, uh, Gus Fring. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think. Yeah, there's like a lot. There's been so much fucking casting news like yeah. about stuff, but yeah. we don't know what's real. We don't know what's real. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I mixed mixed on the Illuminati stuff, but I thought that her coming through with like a straight up horror villain. Oh, beautiful, fantastic. But that that whole chase through like the underground. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and I and most of all, I just I just appreciate that they gave Sam Raimi the reins to make a movie that didn't at least aesthetically look exactly like a Marvel movie. Also, another great thing about Doctor Strange, the uh, Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. it officially ended our uh, chase of reviewing every Marvel movie. We didn't review it. We did. We reviewed it for like five minutes and yeah. we're like, no, nah, we're not doing any more Marvel movies because yeah. it's just like... Uh, uh, we didn't do Love and Thunder after We that. didn't do Love and Thunder. We didn't do Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Even though Wakanda Forever is my number eight movie. Mine too, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So here's our quick review. It's 
sad. Yeah. And there's some really great performances in it. Yes. Angela uh, Bassett fucking dude. murders. Angela Bassett she should get an Oscar nom. She's for this. nominated. Good. She is nominated. She earns it. She's fantastic. She may not win. Yeah. But now I don't think either of us are much, are big fans of uh of uh shoot, what's the star's name? Oh, Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright as a person ah. and because of a lot of her, I'm not a fan of her opinions, at yeah. least. But give, as, a, I, I as an care. actor, she did great. She did very good. It's a heavy burden to bear. I thought, and I thought was, she did a great job. I thought it was pretty funny that she was creating an untested thing to give to her sick brother, even though she's anti-vaxxed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. Like, no one's yeah. picking up on that. She didn't pick up on it either. Yeah. Um, and even just her character, like, embracing technology and modern and yeah. modernity when... Oh, as a person, yeah. kind of the opposite. But also, um, fucking Namor, I thought was really cool. A uh, great take on this culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he uh, he could have been ripped a little bit more. Yes, I, mean, I do too. I'm try, I try not to body shame, but Namor, part of what Namor is known for is being a freaking Adonis. Right. He straight up doesn't wear... He just wears sleeves without a shirt. That's to show off how shredded he is. Right. If I've had, if I had abs like him, I'd do the same thing. I get it. Yeah, I know? get it. Like I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I just like, you know, I wish pa- the yeah. Paul Rudd got a six pack. Right. You could get a six pack. Right. Like, why don't you just take the same steroids every other Marvel right. star? Look, taking? Evan's guy's not doing anything. Right. He's got gas for you. Go, right. <laughs> go hit him up. You know. So that yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do. But I think as a character. I think it was a good take on him yes. where he, where you feel his, his weight as a king, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, but it's a also, two, the two kingdoms that are like kind of in the same, yeah. you know, but. But also the brutality when he kills, mm-hmm. when he kills uh, yeah. the, the mom. Um, now, on the negatives though, uh, I thought that as far as introducing Riri, it could have done a lot better. Yeah. I think it felt a little out of made, place. Yeah. Yeah. The, everyone like three people using Iron Man suits at the end. Where the those are, I think Tony Stark is rolling over in his grave. Yeah, because they looked all terrible. They oh were my god, bad for Power they were, movies. They were, they were comic accurate, but not every. Those are the things that you that didn't you have to tweak. No one's tweak. thinking like, man, I, those Nine Angels really like. I really want that to be to jump off the page. Mm. No, you could have you could have made that better. Yeah. and and they didn't. Um, and I also thought they spent too much time. Following Everett Ross. Yeah. 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 You don't need him. You don't need him. You don't need him. I mean, I understand bringing in... Uh, uh, Martin Freeman? No. Uh, Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, because she's uh, going to be the and next... up the, yeah. the th- uh, Thunderbolts more and all yeah. that. I thought that was cool, but you didn't need a whole movie thread for it. I didn't need to see him jogging. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Just have him in, Just have him in a suit, come to a crime scene. Agreed. We got it. Agreed. But Michonne was fantastic in it. Um... Lupita, I wish there was more of her. Yeah. You know, but, you know, and, and I do think the final battle underwhelmed. I thought the, the attack on Wakanda was leagues better. Hmm. You know? Okay. Because, again, leagues, you know, from a, nice. cause right? of water. Because of water. There from a logistic go. standpoint, this is an underwater kingdom, and you're going to fight them. On you're the water. drift out into the ocean to fight them. I take them to the air. Make right. It. Right. The only and guy, he's the only guy who can fly. Come on. Yeah. Or to a desert or something. Yeah, I mean they put they put them in a microwave. Yeah, yeah, something, dude. Anyway, <laughs> what's what's your number seven? Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, number seven. My number seven is Avatar: Way of Water. Speaking of speaking of water, speaking of water, and yeah. basically, yeah. Um, it, as so a, you thought Avatar was better than Wakanda Forever? 
the only reason why, and it's not performance-based, it's not uh, action-based, it is technology-based. Mm. It is, I was thinking about it to myself, as I do all the time, sure. as I'm shouting out. It's hard for you to think to anyone else. Right? Because no one will listen. No one will hear it. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you know that, that saying of, like, Avatar has no cultural impact? Sure, yes. Kind it, of. Well, no, I mean, like, you know, like... Like oh you look I, at, I, you say that like that's something people say no I mean like you know like how like oh well, you, you know what like, they say Avatar has no cultural no but I, I like what I mean like you know like people go like oh you could look at like Goodfellas will always be a classic because yeah. Goodfellas is like it was such a good movie yeah but Avatar one made two point seventy billion dollars or whatever mm-hmm. and no one like I don't even remember the first the the name of the character's name right, right? Jake Sully by the way yeah. Uh, Here's what I like the impact that Avatar has left has been all of what we've been watching, right? Like From mo- visuals, now. visuals, visuals have changed, uh, CGI has changed, motion capture has changed, and with Avatar 2, everything is CGI'd. Mm-hmm. Fucking the water is like they, if you, you, they'll show you behind the scenes, it's it even. The water has motion capture suits on. Wow, it's like they're swimming, <laughs> they're swimming in ping pong balls. I'm not even joking. Wow. Uh, they made Sigourney Weaver like a 14-year-old girl. It oh. was weird. Oh. There's a lot of weird shit happening yeah. in this movie. And I love like it it it's it is the weirdest video game cutscenes of all time. Yeah. But like the technical aspects of it, the amount of detail in everything to it. There's a scene where the humans come back to Pandora and it is both like breathtaking, horrifying and like it's a lot. Wow. And you're just sitting there going like, hold, because it looks like they're burning the world down. Wow. And it's like, the, and like, you're just looking at it like, this is the next 10 years of filmmaking coming towards us. So it's from a spectacle standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's why I have it right at that middle ground yeah. of my top because it's like, it's not a great, like, I, w- I don't think I'd watch it ever again. Right. But like, I'm glad I saw it. Avatar is still number one, right? Yes, the box it's been number one since December. Well, like you said, it's James yeah. Cameron. It's a slow James burn. Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, you, I, I might have to take a look at it just to marvel at it. Right? I think you, you just have to. Yeah, it's also one of it's. It is an intense three hours, uh, not as intense as Babylon, which I thought about putting on my top ten, mm. but uh, Avatar is also in Babylon, so no, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Wow, a lot of shit, a lot of shits happening in there. Cool. Well, my number seven, uh, also quite the visual spectacle, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, <laughs> that literally was on like the cusp of my my top ten for a I, while. I'm gonna tell you, bro. The reason this movie is number seven is only because I like the top six more. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with this movie. This movie is clever. It is heartfelt. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, Technological, from a technological standpoint, it's a good point to look at, like look at that shit, like the, yeah, the parody. Yeah, the, and they use it for jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this is a movie that kids might enjoy, but adults will love. Mm-hmm. Right? We loved it. We loved it. Yeah. You know, the ref, the pop culture references, Ugly Sonic. You know, <laughs> the Uncanny Valley. The Uncanny Valley. Right? It's, Muppet fights. It's this is a this is like not a love letter to Hollywood, but like. It's almost a tear a letterbox down of review of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> kind almost, of a tear down. It's yeah, a tear down of like Disney and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. and like bootlegs and and uh, being like kind of the driving force of the of the 
of the bad guys plot and every I think it's really it was the it was really well done really good cast mm. you know uh, and and just I thought it was just really well thought out yeah um, like the like they handle like drugs in Hollywood and like you know the the, the like kind of like relevancy economy yeah and just the burnout I I thought it was it was what La La Land should have been. Is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? La La, La, La Land was trying a love, to be a lovely tale about just making it in Hollywood. That's what Chip and Dale Rescue it Rangers is. is about, bro. Come That's on. true. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Come on, dog. Will Arnett. Let's go. Right. Um, the only thing I would say is uh, maybe the human uh, lead. Yeah. She might have just been a. Uh, not really like charismatic enough to like carry the role of like bouncing off of cartoon characters. Yeah, that's a that's a know? tough thing to ask. Yeah, she, she's not a Bob Hoskins who, right. who could do that yes. with, Roger, with Roger Rabbit. Right, and also yeah, it's a, it's a little different. But I'd say it's it's this generation's. If it was given the chance, it could be this generation's Roger Rabbit. Tough. A gritty noir theme. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, dude. It's true. Monterey Jack, bro? I got it. He gets I, fucked up. I suggested it to you. Yeah. So I know. It is this generation's Roger Rabbit. Okay. I will fight anybody. All right. All right? What's this, your six? This, oh, my God. Oh, sorry. You were going to say something. I was going to say, it's always funny when I suggest movies to people and they like it more than I do. I'm going to jump on you for yeah, it. And it's yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah. beat you up. It's like, I suggested it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never watched it if you didn't yeah. tell me to. <laughs> it's like I, this is my movie I love to death it's like yeah. I'd yeah. give my life for this movie you know? okay <laughs> uh, my number six uh, a movie that I took I, I took a flyer on because I think I had like a day off or something and I was like oh, I'll check it out and it's a it's a franchise movie mm. uh, shocked me to my knees I thought it was a fucking really great take on a movie that a franchise has been struggling. Yeah. I looked to the heavens and I prayed. Pray. God damn, this movie it was so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, so cool. The the lead, I forgot her name. Let me take a look at her name real quick. Uh, Amber Midthunder. Mm-hmm. N- nothing mid about her. She, no, but fucking, she definitely brought the thunder. She brought the fucking thunder. Yeah. She fucking, what, the whole cast uh, off the bat. Yeah. Great. Yep. I don't like to use that word a lot. I don't like to. No, I don't like to throw don't it out. Like it. And it and it's tough to to put it at like <laughs> to say this is your number sixth movie and you're saying great. But I think when you look at a lot of the people in this, this is their first movie. This is their like acting date, like this their acting debut in a semi big budget, a a legacy horror character mm-hmm. that the Predator is. The Predator takes a different look because yeah. he's not all sci fi out. He's not like. Come, like he does have his normal predator weapons, but he's not like jacked up like he was against Arnold. He's not uh, invincible like he was in uh, that shitty chain black one. Mm-hmm. He's kind of almost bare bones too. Yeah, he's almost got his own characterization. Yeah. And yeah, the CGI is a little weird, but I'm pretty sure they made it for like twelve million dollars. Yep. And it's and they did they did something great where they took the car a, a, a concept and they. Stripped everything away from it. Yes, and it's one of the, the my favorite things I told you about. Like, uh, like when I, with D and D, it's like I want to give you enough stuff, but take away the vital things. Mm-hmm. So, like with this movie, it's like yeah, you have you do have guns, you do have all this stuff, but people don't know how to use guns. Right. Uh, they take forever to load. Take forever to load. Yeah. Like you get cut, you're pretty much fucking dead. Right. You know, there's a whole like your med- like the medical thing is more of like a wish and a prayer. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think like and it's. It's so so fucking good. 
I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I can agree more, actually, because Prey is higher up on the list for me. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I could talk about it a little bit more when we get to it. Gotcha. Just on, like, the parts for me that you didn't already cover that I thought were really good. Okay. But um, until then, my number six was uh, was Bullet Train. Oh, I did not like I liked Bullet Train. Okay. I liked a lot of things about Bullet Train. I think, talking about it, Chippendale's probably higher than Bullet Train. Mm. I think Bullet Train's probably my seven and Chippendale's my six. So you keep thinking about it, the Bullet Train's going to keep going Bullet Train's going to keep going lower and lower. Um, you know, what I put Bullet you Train think that Wakanda Forever? Probably not. I think it's so high on this list because I thought of it first. You know, before I thought of the other ones. Zazie Beats or Angela Bassett, who's the best supporting actress? Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. It's Sandra Bullock. Um, Sandra, Sandy B. <laughs> Sandy B. Um, Bullet Train is probably eight on this list. Um, because I can't put it, I probably can't put it above Aquana Forever either. But I'll say this. It is a fun action movie that uses its environment in a clever way. Um, I think that it has a lot of good chemistry between Aaron Taylor Johnson. Jacked. Out of his dude, go Jack. Like that he Craven pulls the off, Hunter. he pulls off that Craven the Hunter look so well. It's too bad the, the jewelry, suck. the suits, the stash, the, the hair. The hair. He was giving. That's he true. was eating. Uh, <laughs> right. It, it says something about a, a person, a uh, man or a woman, when they start out in a suit, mm-hmm. and then when they start losing the suit, oh. they still look good. Oh, he looked better at every step. <laughs> you kidding me? Hey, I'm not kidding you. He looked great. He was the only good part. Like, the rest of the movie, though. Tangerine, uh, sorry, Lemon and the Train analogies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he put, the, he put the diesel on her, and that's how he knew he was, she was the diesel. Good shit. Um, this, you know, it turning into a fucking samurai fight at the end. I loved that. I love samurais. Um, and, and, and I was a big fan of the Michael Shannon show up. Yeah. I was like, what's he doing here? Yeah, exactly. He's always having fun. I had great cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Exi- the the overarching thread of the plot, uh, uh, a winding train. I, I felt that the Bad Bunny intro took too long. I thought that was the joke. You know, you set up, you you introduce this character, you show his whole backstory for five, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then you just kill him. It would have been funnier if that was the intro to the movie. Mm. If, like, he was, like, that was the first thing we see is this whole, like, him, his rise to power, and then it's, like, the change of character to Brad Pitt. Yeah, I guess. But then I feel like what makes the joke funny is that how quickly after you see this character that he dies. Right, okay. You know? It's like, wow, this guy's, wow, he's really going through an arc. I really hope he, oh, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he makes it. Yeah. Um, And also, I I thought the intro was better for setting up Ladybug as Brad Pitt as somebody that, you know, is trying to do things differently, averse to violence. And it sets up his whole luck kind of situation. Right. Um, I Again, it doesn't have a lot of, like, the emotional gravitas of Wakanda Forever. Right. And it's not quite as clever as Chippendale. But uh, but it's a good watch. What a, what a takedown. For me, it's a good <laughs> what watch. What a takedown of bullet train. I think the visual style is very cool. Right. The lighting is very uh, – they do a lot with it. Um, it I felt the, the choreography of the fights. I felt that if they placed better music with the fights – you didn't like Japanese staying alive? I did. Oh, you mean with the fights? With the, fight, the fights. I would I would like it more synced up. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Give it a little more rhythm. Give it a little bit more of that Edgar Wright flow. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I did like you they had a, a baby good amount driver of long takes. fight scene in there. You got a winner. Yeah, yeah. Put a little winner in there. There you go. Yeah. But uh, 
but yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's very goofy though this movie. Um, so that's all I'll say about it. All What's right. your five? This is where we're gonna get serious. Okay. Number five. Um, I it's on your it's I don't it's, I don't think it's on your watch. It could be on your watch list. Uh, I saw this movie. I didn't see it in theaters. I didn't get a chance to because Long Island doesn't like playing good movies mm. uh, that aren't like big blockbuster. Uh, this movie hit me so hard in the fucking bones. I was like, God damn it! And it's the Banshees of Inisherin. I was gonna say it's the Irish movie, isn't it? It is <laughs> so like I I could tell like a lot of people who watch it will go like, Oh my god, that fucking like depressing and because well, it's just it's a tale of two friends not becoming like separating as friends and it's a a happy man played by Colin Farrell who does amazing work Mm. he's like like compared to the other movie we're going to talk about that he was in this year right he's he's like this kind of like happy guy very simple very polite and he's like oh you know like I want to be a good friend to uh Brendan Gleeson who is this like kind of cantankerous like you know curmudgeonly guy who he's like his whole main thing is I want to create something that lasts longer than me. Mm. So he's, so they, and then uh, like a big thing is like, no one cares about nice people. They right. care about brilliant people. Oh. And like, that's one of the major contentions. And it's so fucking like, and there's so, it's so fucking Irish that I was like, I, at that point I was like, it's hard to understand bef- what the fuck they're saying, but I fucking feel it in my goddamn yeah. ancestral yeah. soul. And, I was like, and you're Irish, so yeah. you have a hard time understanding like, it. And um, the supporting cast, like, uh, let me let me get, uh, is it? Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, to Kerry Condon and Barry Kehogan. Uh, he was uh, he was the Joker. Oh, gotcha. He plays uh, a kind of a a, a simple kid who mm. very sad ending you know, like uh, simple jack simple kid yeah gotcha uh and uh carrie condon plays like an old like an old maid kind of like she's past her prime for mm. marrying age mm. but because they live on a fucking island inside of ireland it's tough for like and she hates everybody around mm. it's so it's so funny it's beautifully shot it's done by your guy martin mcdonough yeah but doesn't have your girl in it no, no but that's okay no frame mac that's okay uh and yeah, there comes a point where it, something happens and it's like so incredibly sad and you're like, oh, fuck. Mm. And it's it's funny, but it's not like comedy funny. Oh. It's like, oh, this is dark funny. Yeah. 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 And that's uh, Benches of Sharon. All right. Well, let me On ask, HBO Max, it's good. On HBO Max. Let me ask you something. I think my top five might be your four. Okay. Because my, my number five is... Uh, Top Gun. Number three. Number three for you. Whoa. I big difference. It. I loved it. I did too. I <laughs> thought it was real fun. You know, I thought, you know, Tom Cruise, he still got it. Still got it. Right? Put um, him in the Wrangler jeans. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Playing two-sided football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I really like that they just did Top Gun again. Mm. Uh, I thought... As a fan of the first one, it hit all the points I wanted it to hit. Right. You know, Iceman mm. being in there and, and then going. Uh, heartbreaking, but, like, they really did him justice. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Ooh. <sighs> you win any time. Yeah. I think that it's mostly Connelly points. That's why it's, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's that high. 
Um, I thought the relationship with Rooster mm. was was very cool because not only was it the tension that one would expect as far as uh, Goose dying, but also the idea of him holding Rooster's career back yeah. as a favor to his mom, I thought was another added layer of tension there. Uh, I did think that it suffered from a very... I don't think the entire fourth act was was unnecessary, but I think it lasted a little bit longer than it should have. So just to give Tom if, Cruise if this to is run. if this is your first uh, time with us, we label like we've labeled a lot of movies having fourth acts, even though we know they have three acts. It's just like there's a little extra at the end. At the end, so yeah, Top Gun did Star Wars as their fourth act. Yes, yeah, where literally they had to slalom through at a low uh, point to not be taken out by automatic guns so that they can throw in explosives in a pinprick size hole. To, that was an inexplicably vulnerable part of an otherwise indestructible fortress and then escape before the explosion. And, yep. And then they're about to, but then they're about to get taken out by other pilots, but then someone who we thought would abandon him came back and yep. saved them. Mm. It was the entire last scene of Star Wars. That's not a bad thing, though. No. Because... You do it right. You it, do it right. And it's good. Yeah, you, and it you was. You do it right, and you get nominated for Best Picture, which it was. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about Sonic being a simple movie? There's nothing fucking complex about Top Gun. Yeah. And that Sonic. shit got nominated for Best True. Picture. Because at the end of the day, when Maverick's flying through the simulation... When he hits right? 10G, yeah. you're like, no! Yeah. You're feeling it, too. <laughs> Right when you did you see it in IMAX? Or did you see? I, it? I saw it. I saw it in regular. Oh me! Uh, that might maybe if I saw it in IMAX, it would have been my three. Oh yeah, because like I got told to see it in four DX. I got told there's that. I know okay. everyone told me that too. And there's that one where it's like. But I I went with my whole family and I couldn't yeah. spend that much yeah, on tickets like for all of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, it's out in Deer Park. That's the closest oh, one. Yeah. Uh yeah no I'll pretty much just copy and paste your yeah but like also America and stuff yeah. Uh, you know, while we're here, I'll just say my piece on Prey, because that's my number four. Okay. Um, I agree with everything you said, mm. right? Uh, the only things I'll add is that, one, I thought the movie was paced very well. Yes. I thought the movie paid off a lot of what it introduced very well. And I thought the character, um, I don't, honestly, I don't remember her character's name, to tell you the truth. Uh, Ass-kicking girl. Yeah, ass-kicking girls. Naru. Naru. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Naru uh, had a great arc, a great coming of age, a great rise to power um, that played off of her strengths and her weaknesses. Mm. And you could really see the arc of someone who's trying to fit into a role. Um, She's trying to break out of that role. Trying to break out of one role and fit into another. That's right. Yeah. Right? And, it's, and kind of rejecting what she was good at to try to do it the way others were. And then at the end, learning to embrace what she was good at to do what the others couldn't. Mm. And that, combined with the Predator and his own, coming through his own kind of training and, and coming of age, that collision, it felt earned. Both of these, her win felt difficult, you know, and, not impossible, but when she won, it felt right. Mm. And that's not easy mm. to do. That's why I wait for you to say things, because you're smarter than I am. <laughs> What's your number four? Um, it's a Colin Farrell back to back. <gasps> the Batman. You put a number four because Top Gun is before it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I this I think it's one of the first movies I saw in 2022. Mm -hmm. I went to the theater for. Uh, I 
Uh, it's another almost three hour long movie. Yeah. The one thing that I I always I I didn't like about the Zack Snyder Batman is that it wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. That he didn't do what he did in the comics. That he killed. Right. Uh, that he was you know kind of too. It was too. I don't know. It, it, and there's like and I I for Chris, the Christian Bale Batman, I never thought he was too like physical mm-hmm. at points like I don't yeah, think the he, crop macaw wasn't cut it wasn't doing it yeah. like he just standing on sticks and shit right robert pattinson when he gets introduced mm-hmm. the whole like oh. the whole like first 30 minutes is possibly the best batman movie yeah i've seen yeah and even the last 30 minutes yeah also best batman, a great batman movie. great batman movie yeah. everything in between who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you hear like yeah, it's the it's the you know okay like they're playing Nirvana yeah, yeah. and then it's like he's talking over it's like okay, and then you start hearing those heavy footsteps, and then you just and then it's something in the way shifts to the score of the it movie. Turns out, like, dun, yeah, dun, dun, dun. Dun. Oh. No, that, that composer did such a great job. Oh my god, uh, he I think he also got, he got nominated for a fucking Oscar. I can tell you that right now. You better. Uh, but yeah, he uh. I think it it made Gotham its own character. Yes. It paid attention to like... They haven't done since the Burton movies. Right. It, and Yeah, and they did to the Schumacher movies where it's just too much. Too much. Uh, but this is like, it's a real city. Yeah. It, it inspired my D&D campaign kind of. Very cool. To a point where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they're, like, you could tell like there are streets that are new and paved, mm-hmm. but yet their streets are still like cobblestone yeah. and old and decrepit. Yeah. And everything is like weird. Uh, the they have an underground clubs. Mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. it's just and it's shot so fucking well by our own Long Island boy Matt Reeves, hey, Rockwell Center. Let's go. Uh, uh, I, I I love the also like the kind of anachronism of it. Mm-hmm. Like the animated series, it, the vibe that they get with Gotham, it's modern, but right. you don't know exactly when it is. It could be the nineties, two thousands, eighties. It could be any of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, yeah another great thing. Batman, Batman the Animated Series does it too, mm-hmm. where it's like they're driving around in fucking like Studebakers, but yet he's got a fucking computer. Yeah, and it's like there's this cool like because and he's also he's not full Batman yet. He is very year one, year one, yeah. year one, whatever. Like he's, he's he's trying to find himself and putting him up against the Riddler, who isn't full Riddler yet. No, who's just like a fucking deranged uh, smart guy who's just like like. The whole like Twitch stream reveal, yeah, fucking, yeah, so, oh, so good. And then like, yeah, and then the people who take his words and they attack uh, Gotham Square Garden or whatever, mm-hmm. like that that whole thing. And then like he realizes that the way to be a hero is not to like kill everybody, but it's to fucking put your hand out to save one like yes. one person. Like that's yes. fucking Batman, right? Right, there. Yeah. right. And I. I... Agree. So I'll tell you right now, the Batman is my number two. Okay. You know, because uh, I think a lot of this is just like it's the same movies, but I like that the different order's different. Yeah. You know, because uh, I and I agree, they managed to nail the atmosphere mm. so well and the tone. Yeah. Dude, Zoe Kravitz that, also killed it. Zoe Kravitz killed it. Yeah. That Batmobile scene. Oh. That was maybe that was probably you the don't most, see the Batmobile dude, beforehand. Nah. You hear it. You hear it. Uh, the, oh, man. Dude, like, you telling me about, 
I mean, I was there. I you also were, saw it. Yeah, but like were, Tom Cruise blasting off that AC carrier mm, was great. Yeah. But the Batmobile fucking peeling out of that alley onto the highway for me oh, yeah. even more breathtaking. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. When he, when when Colin Farrell's looking, he's flipped over like I got the you. Trailers. Oh, oh ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> Pasta fazool, I got yeah, you. What steps? Oh my god. Then I also loved in this that Batman was wrong. Yes. He wasn't like he didn't have it. He wasn't full. He wasn't full. Yet. He wasn't like, he wasn't oh, you full. give Batman time, he'll figure it out. It's like yeah. Gordon was a fucking idiot. Yeah. He didn't know shit. <laughs> oh, you're Spanish is bad. What are you the World's greatest detective is URL. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, U- URL. No, URL yeah. space. Right. <laughs> but hey, they fucking like like yeah. Was 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 Robert Pattinson a big old emo boy? Yeah, he was. So is Batman. So is Batman. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't think Batman's an emo boy, an, an alt boy, right? If you don't think Batman's an alt femme boy, just fucking listening right? to uh, my chemical romance yeah. in his basement. Oh, hundred percent. If you yeah. don't think that's Batman, you're out of your fucking mind. That's true, right? Um, I thought Alfred. Uh, I thought Jeremy Irons was a great Alfred. Um, no, 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 it was it was uh, Andy Serkis's Alfred. That's right. Jeremy, Jeremy Irons was, was the other one. Yeah, I think serviceable, great. No one for me is going to beat. Michael Kang, as far as a live action Alfred. I'll find you, Master. I'll find you. You know, um, you know I, I agree. Zoe Kravitz was great. Mm. Her relation to Falcone, I'm fine with it. It, it, I felt like it was, you know, uh, long Halloween ish, you know, they're trying yeah. to like throw in a couple of like the darker tales, not that everyone knows, yeah. even though they've released uh, Long Halloween Part One and Part Two on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Very good. Watch them. Very, yeah. Uh, I'll say Batman is a little bit indestructible in this but they at a point he took a full-on shotgun blast to the, the chest. chest he also sky dove and took a fucking support beam to yes. the dome yes got up he got yeah got up that same day yeah so <laughs> i'd not say six years later i'd say that for me is the bit is like the biggest issue in the movie yeah. um that the amount of damage batman takes is inconsistent but the action overall, that one hallway scene where the gunfire is lighting it up. Oh, come on, dude. Come on. Mm. Falcone. Dude. I even think his investigation of the orphanage, where it's mm. like they're walking through like all the uh, the drug addicts. Yeah. And it's like just being tense. Right. Because you don't know if they're going to be a fight or right. whatever. And that was great because that also... It, that's how you set up a sequel, mm. right? Because it's still relevant to this one where he's questioning his father's legacy right right which is going to inform hush which is by the way another cool easter egg and the way they set that up with the with the fucking you have to go online and you you solve the riddles and right. then it then shows you the hush part i didn't see that what no. oh dude so i don't know if it's a qr if it's a qr code or something but at the end of the movie, or if i think it's a url that's dropped at the okay. end of the movie and if you put the url in there's riddles there and you have to solve the riddles. Okay. And if you do, then it gives you like a, like a zip folder to download. And if you download it, it's a propaganda video against Thomas Wayne. Say, and then on it, it, it at the end of it, it's written on Thomas's face, hush. Yeah. Well, then they gotta introduce a, they gotta introduce a character. I think here's here's the here's the thing. I, and there's a lot of like everyone's like, oh. Uh, Batman 2 speculation, they're like, oh, Court, Court of Owls. Owls. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of they setup. Might. 
like there's a lot of setup for that because mm-hmm. you gotta so with Hush you gotta set up Thomas Elliot yeah and you gotta set up the fact that he killed his parents you, gotta you set can up, you can do that yeah you know you can I or think, you can do Hush differently I think you could do Thomas Elliot you set him up in the second movie and have him come like Bucky you have him come back in the mm-hmm. following movie Court of Owls the same thing you could set it up in this and then come back another movie yeah. Yeah. And like that could be kind of the thing where it's like Court of Owls oh maybe Tom Selleck's in the Court of Owls could be yeah could be uh, uh, I do love the uh, uh, what have you done you know to, what have you done you know and uh, uh, Batman's like fucking losing it and then he, and then when he beats up the guy and he's like, like who are you he's like vengeance he's like oh that was my thing oh that's what I sound like that's what oh. I sound like so yeah Cringe. and then the Cringe. the shot of him holding the flare mm. at the end and he's leading Gotham leading Gotham like you said yeah. that that story arc that character coming full circle yeah thought it was great beautiful thought it was great what's your number three Top Gun Maverick oh <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to say about Top Gun Maverick Jennifer Connelly's fucking beautiful Jennifer Connelly's a beautiful woman and she's on a boat and I, and I made a joke to Mikey, when we saw it, I'm like, Top Gun 3, bottom boat. <laughs> but, I'll tell you this. One thing I didn't like about Top Gun, mm-hmm. right, is that Miles Teller's in it. I didn't mind him in this. He he gets in pretty good shape. I'll give him that. I gotta, He's I, in pretty good shape. I got to say, I liked all the, the, the Top Gun kids. Hangman. Top Gun, Top Gun yeah. babies. Wolverine. <laughs> Fanboy. Yeah. Lady, lady pilot. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Right. I thought they were fun. I thought the movie was... Yeah, the movie was dumb as hell, but it's like dumb as dumb as hell in the right ways. Mm. Like the big swings that I love, the fucking and then like hearing all the fucking behind the scenes shit. But like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we really fucking blew that roof off. Yeah, <laughs> that thing took one take. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, that's some cavalier movie making. Every, everyone had to film their own flight scenes because yeah. they had to like put a GoPro in. The, it's like, yeah, okay, like that's the thing, like. It's the same with Avatar, where like a lot of it isn't the story itself; it's a lot of the technical aspects. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that like this was also made in like 2019, yeah, and it's like still That's a de- that would be a death sentence, right. For any other movie, Death on the Nile did not have those legs, right. right? But like you came out with fucking Top Gun, and it saved cinema, yeah. Like Top saved Gun saved cinema. Top Gun flew so that Avatar, Avatar could soar, yeah. okay? <laughs> so it could swim, whatever. But like, what's number? What was number one in the box office for this year? Overall, yeah. Was it Top Gun? No, it's Avatar. Avatar, Avatar passed it, yeah. Wow. Top Gun was at like $1.7 Avatar just passed it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I can't disagree. Yeah. You know, My, Miles Teller is, is the worst, but... Um, is your, your number three is Batman? Or your number... No, three? my number three, I think, is your number two. My oh. number two was Batman. Oh, okay. So my number three is Glass Onion. Yes, yeah, my number two. Yeah. But I think we have the same number Let's one. talk about it together. Uh, really fucking good. Really fucking good. Really fucking good. It's a great detective story. A good old caper. A good old caper that takes down fucking the super uber elites. Yes. In a really fun way. Uh, it, it really, like, for me, it, it's so topical. It makes you wonder, like... How could you have shot this a year ago mm. and still have it be so relevant? I love that Ethan Hawke showed up, mm. shot him in the mouth of something, and it's like, and left. And it's like, oh, I even said in the theater, like, thanks, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. And you didn't. And you didn't. That was it. I, uh, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Janelle Mobay. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, my God. As two roles. As two roles. Technically three, but if it's her yeah, sister because she was her, her sister and then her the, sister her playing twin, her sister and then, yeah. yeah so she's Nicolas Cage out there she's Nicolas Cage for uh, sure Kate Hudson's good yes uh, Catherine Hahn is good yes uh, my favorite Dave Bautista yeah 
And also, I think his his smoking hot girlfriend, smoking hot girlfriend, and also Edward Norton being the biggest dipshit. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And yeah. also, yes, Daniel Craig going out there wearing the the dapperest of clothes. Yep. Yep. The the, the, the fancy, Mr. Roger chic. The most nautical of ascots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I I think that like what I liked about Knives Out one, the original Knives Out, sharpest knives. Yep. Uh, is like the way that the cast kind of interacted with Anna Diarmas and like how they exposed themselves in different ways. Mm. What I liked about this is that there was no like everybody was high like nobody was hiding anything, but they were hiding something. Mm-hmm. Like the way that we the only person that, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. It's on Netflix yeah. now. Yeah. Um one of the great parts of the mystery is with Janelle Mene's character yeah. and they have like People are acting the way they would, but it's right. suspicious yes. to Janelle Monet and And then you find Daniel. out why it's specifically specific uh specifically suspicious it's a lot. to her. <laughs> right. Right. I, I really like I agree hundred percent. I do feel like um in the first knives out, all the other characters other than Chris Evans, uh Daniel Craig mm. and Anna de Armas were ancillary. Right. In that, like, you knew right away, okay, it's none of these guys. Right. You know, and they barely have a part in the movie. Um, whereas in this one, uh, I think, like you said, each of them had a secret that tied them to the core mystery. Yep. Um, each of them had a motive. And, you know, you could, like, you could believe each of them having an issue, especially when that death happens. Yeah. Right? And also, uh, another thing uh, that Rain Johnson pointed out, I'm oh, sorry, I call him Rain, Ryan Johnson pointed out, uh, from Knives Out One is that there's it's contractually obligated that any character who has an iPhone can't be a yes. villain. Right. So what does he do in this movie? Takes away everyone's phone. Phones, yeah. So no one has a fucking phone. So no, yeah, so you can't do it at all. The you only can't. person who has an Apple product is the here is Benoit Blanc. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's, I think the way they retold the whole story halfway through was a very risky move. Yeah, and I feel that it did pay off because they were able to show everything in a different light. And it, and it informed the first half in a yeah. very nice way. And it led to a very cool climax. Um, I do think the glass I feel flashbacks on, are a little... Uh, they are tough to pull off. Yes. But if you have it right... Yes. Like the, the scene with Edward Norton and Dave Bautista, where I was like, I noticed that right away. Yeah. And then like we flash back to it. It's like, oh no, it's different. And then it's like, yeah, you, you're thinking against yourself. Like, I remember it wrong. Right. But then you didn't. Then you, you saw did. it. Right. You saw it. Right. Because uh, you're the perspective, it's the unreliable narrator. Right. Right. Memory is a terrible witness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, I just thought that the script was really clever. Yeah. Um, like I said, the takedown of, like, Elon Musk's types and, like, uh, you know, the uh, tell it how it is types. Right. The Kardashian types. It's all there. You know, um, the Ted Cruz types. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and overall, I just thought they, it came, what do you like more? This one or Knives Out one? I'd have to see this again. I have to watch, I have to, I have to do see Knives Out one a couple times. I saw, I've seen it a couple times. I've watched like the behind the scenes stuff on it. Yeah. Do you know they shot that? Like they got, they got like, uh, for Knives Out one, they got funding like he he did Star Wars and he's like uh like within like a month they had funding for it mm. and they're like let's start shooting it because we have these schedules 
Wow. And they're like, okay, here you go. So it was out of the frying pan. Yeah. Because, like, they move so fast. Like, it yeah. took less than, like, three months to get going. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Wow. That's our, that's our number two and our number three. Uh, for number me, it was number three. For you, it was number two. So number now it's time to talk about number one. That's right. We didn't quite do a review for this one. We were, we're going to. Yeah. But so, this was definitely my favorite movie of the year. This is going to... This is everyone's favorite. Yeah. I think... I don't know it's anyone who every, saw Everywhere? Ooh. I don't know anyone who saw this movie and thought like, yeah, it was okay, I guess. Everyone that has seen it and that I've met has nothing but rave reviews. My brother watched this movie. He goes, oh, do you, have you ever seen this? I'm like, yeah, I saw it when it first came out. And it's like, oh, okay. And then he texted me back. He's like, this movie's fucking like great like yeah. he, he like he, he hit me up like he was very he was very positive on it and because I, I told him i go yeah i go oh you're about to watch he's like yeah i go okay well have fun hang on though mm-hmm. like you're gonna need to like mm-hmm. really hang on mm-hmm. and so because he he'll, he'll fall asleep during movies like sometimes he yeah. kind of just checks out like yeah. and, you know whatever people watch movies differently at your home it's a little harder to stay focused right locked in wow yeah yeah it, this movie, uh, you talk about like the technical like impressiveness of mm. like Top Gun or Batman or, or whatever, um, but this movie, the amount of shooting that they had to do for really capturing a multiverse. This yeah, this this was, is a fucking multiverse. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. That Ooh. is the best. It's like like people said, oh, that's the best multiverse movie of twenty twenty two, and I thought like, all right, it's just like butthurt fanboys that still trying to talk shit about Doctor Strange. But then I watched it and I was just like, no, no, this movie actually is... How much do you think it would co- it cost? For all that shooting, all those people... I'll say like 200, 300 million? The, the, the budget? Yeah. 25 million. 25? 25. So probably less than 30 million dollars to film. The first John Wick was 55. Deadpool was 55. Uh, first John Wick was like 15. Deadpool was 55? Yeah. Oh, shit. The, it was an A24, like, I want to say, I, I want to save a lot of this for a review of it. Yeah. And I'm not going to, we're not going to go into a full review now because we're over an hour. Yeah. Uh, this is an A24 movie. The only movie the A24 gave over a hundred million dollars to was The Northman. Yeah. Which did not make. Did not make it nearly as much. Uh, this made 500 million dollars on the. God. This thank God when this hit a major run because it like a twenty four movies come out and they'll go like select theaters mm-hmm. and then they'll go a major run. It just stayed and like people went and just yeah. it carried because the appeal of first off Michelle Yeoh Michelle Yeoh nailed it na- like like everyone like she's yeah she's got like this like this second wave i guess she's she's shown range in this movie that i haven't seen in her entire career all right we've all seen michelle Yeoh in a lot of movies a lot she's of movies. never done anything like this uh and then like you you and then she was like yeah it's and michelle. they wrote it with her in mind right and they knew it was her a lot of the people that acted in this movie you would say if you had to list like the other top stars in it yeah it would be and now this is just now I'm not sick because I know I, this is if you were looking at it from an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. and you didn't see it before mm-hmm. you would see that the next highest ranking star is Jamie Lee Curtis yeah and then the third highest star is James Hong yeah who's was the bad guy in uh, 
uh, Big Trouble in Little China and has been in a bazillion movies. Right. And you're like, oh. All I, the way down. All the way down. And then you're just like, but it's like they're in it. But the two fucking like shining stars of yeah. this are Stephanie, I don't even know, HSU. Stephanie Sue? Sue? Yeah. And also Kihei Kwong. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a tough one. I but, like I always fuck words up, so uh, we'll just call him Key. Key. Uh, I don't want to call him Short Round, right? But, but that's I, what he's most known yeah. for: Short Round and Data. I text when my brother go, and I text my brother. I go, you know who the, you know the the husband is? He's like, no. And I text the picture of Short. I'm like, that's him. It's like unfucking real. Yeah, unfucking jaw dropping, dude. Just an amazing. He got nominated for. They, I feel like every he, he deserves it too. The short, the supporting actor. I feel everyone in this movie got <laughs> should be, because oh my god, the way that they're able to hold the emotional weight and core of this film while going so ridiculously high concept. Right. The way they they explore existentialism and nihilism, the way that oh my god, it's tough because I want to talk about it more. Yeah. And like, but I I'll say this as far as any single aspect of a movie. That you expect to be good. In this movie, it's great. You know? The movie has comedy. The movie has amazing action. Okay, so here here are its nominations. Okay. Best Picture. Good. Best Actress. Good. Best Supporting Actress. Good. Twice. For Jamie Lee. Twice. And Stephanie Sue. Oh, wow. Best Supporting Actor. Good. Best Original Score. Uh, I mean, it's there. Yeah, I don't really remember it. But Best okay. director for the two yes. guys, for the Daniels. Yeah, for the Daniels. Yes. Best original screenplay. Yes. For the Daniels. Best costume design. Yes. And best film editing. Yes. All of it. All of it. I, I, I don't remember the score, but everything else, yes. I feel the score is... It's probably good, I but think it's good. the I Batman think... stays in my... The Batman score yeah. stays in my head forever. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I, I feel like that's... You know, the, the Batman's so bombastic and big. Yeah. This is like... It's transcendent through the multiple, multi... Uh, dimensional shit that like you could picture this music staying like they have fucking hot dog fingers and you're like yeah that this movie's ins- like insanity it's hard is the to word. talk about it's hard yeah. to talk about because it's so good yeah it, it yeah because it has all these things that on paper you think why would anyone even put themselves to the trouble of making this a part of your movie and not only do they justify it but they like exemplify it the, oh my, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like these, like the Daniels also did Swiss Army Man. Yes, uh, which is a another like I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good like movie. it's it's weird. Yeah, it's it it and this movie is weird in the right way. Like big fucking swings Dude. for little fucking money. <laughs> yeah, this is what I love. The editing is fantastic. The, it's it's like they showed like I twenty five kind of makes sense now because they showed like her being kind of shoved through dimension to dimension and how they shot that. Right. And it's really just her sitting on a chair, then blowing a fan and pulling her and right. the walls were green screen. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And they just change her costume. <laughs> that's and, it. Yeah. Yeah, they did it uh, each time with a different costume. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like, you could tell that, and also, like, a lot of the stuff, uh, I forgot who what I watched that pointed it out, that, like, because this was filmed at the beginning of the pandemic mm. and there's the scene when they go to, like, the, the white void and everyone has face shields. Oh, and you have to wear why? face shields on set. So they made so it part of their costume. made it part of the costume. See, part of it is just interesting tricks. 
part of it is this creativity and part of it is just hard work yeah and mm-hmm. i think it's a it's a labor of love that these yeah. like these filmmakers and the cast like you they bought in like the filmmakers yeah. presented the script everyone bought everyone in. bought in you watched this... interviews with, with the cast and they're just like they had they're so proud of what they made yeah and so respectful of ever the work that everyone else put in they're so praiseful of each other and it's the daniels beautiful. it's beautiful yeah. to see yeah it's, like, it makes Matt want to watch the Oscars just for them to just win. to see them win. Yeah, but of course something stupid's going to end up winning instead of them, and I'm going to feel shitty. I don't. I don't. I think it has the best chance to win. Uh, let me see who the, who the best pictures are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Which one? I mean. Look, if Top Gun beats everything ever all at once, I'm, I'm gonna giving be sad. Up. I'm, I'm gonna up. be sad. Okay, I uh, loved Top Gun. Women talking, which I hear is very good, has your girl Frances McDormand in it. Yeah, I do love Frankie. Uh, everything everywhere all at once. Yep, we talked about Banshees of Inisherin. What do you think? No, yeah. I think I think it may steal. I, I think Colin Farrell will win the Best Actor, mm. but I don't think it will. I think I think it's tough. Are the genders like mixed now? Is it just one best actor, one best supporting actor, or is it actor and actress? Actor, actress. Okay. Yeah. Antiquated and, and sexist, much like the Oscars, but okay. Well, I mean, best directors. There's not another. There's not a female direct. Uh, right. Pick so why is that? That's weird. And uh, well, it's bro. It's a broken system. Yeah. Uh, just look. Mia Goth even said it, <laughs> in her in her sweet English voice. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm. It's, it's, it needs to be fixed. <laughs> uh, Triangle of Sadness. I don't think anyone's seen it. The Fablemans, the Steven Spielberg biopic. Oh yeah, always tough. You yeah. know, Spielberg. Spielberg. It made no money though. Uh, All quiet yeah, on that the... doesn't really matter, does yeah. it? No, that's true. All quiet on the Western Front, uh, a remake. It's a very it's it's you know it's it's dark. It's German. Mm-hmm. You know it's I, I think it's a war movie, but it's not World War Two. Oh, so that lowers its chances. Yeah, uh, Avatar. Like I said, the tech. Yeah, uh, Elvis, which it should has no business being there. <laughs> I've seen Elvis. You don't think of Elvis? I, I think that's a whole lord of horseshit. Mm. That he had. Oh, I spoke. I, I lost all my. I spoke about Elvis for three years. Elvis. No, you didn't. You speak on it for the day and you shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You you do what we do for Dean. And just like I gotta catch that voice. Yeah. <clears throat> and I talk like this. Okay, and then if we're good for it. good for eight hours. Right. Punch in, punch out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And uh, Tar, which I hear is pretty good, but it's Kate Blanchett. Uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. saw that for that. Yeah. yeah. I think Everything Everywhere has a great shot at winning uh, picture, screenplay, actress. Directors. Director. No, director might be tough. Uh, I feel supporting actress will get split because there's two of them. Mm. So, that, so they could both have good votes, but one, I think someone will steal it uh, and supporting actor. Yeah, and editing, I think, eh, might might be a little tough, but I, th- I think they'll win the big one. Yeah, I think all the nominations are justified, except I, I just don't remember the score, so maybe not that one. But uh, but yeah, I don't think yeah. Well, well, yeah, we got to do a full review on this because there are so many sort of themes running through it, and so and every character trans absolutely transforms. Ooh, here's well, here's where you're gonna lose it. Uh, Best music, original score, nominations for 20, uh, 2023. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Banshees of Inisherin. Mm. Uh, the Fablemans, done by John Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. It's his last one, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front, and the last one, Babylon. No Batman. 
Nah. Well. Well. Yeah. So we'll so see. So probably just give it to John Williams because it's his Cause last it's his one. Last one yeah. Yeah. You could kind of you could kind of tell on award by like who they nominate around it. Yeah. The Oscars are trash. Yep. Um, but everything ever all at once is fantastic. Fantastic. And the only reason we even talk about the Oscars with it is because we wanted to get widespread recognition for how good it is. Yes. It's not because the Oscars validate nope. it in any way. Not at all. The uh, yeah, the Oscars are almost like it's it's window dressing. You just yeah. you just want people to look at it like when they hear exactly. it and they and it like boosts it up. When they hear everything else won the Oscar, oh, what's that movie? I'll, I, I'll watch it. I want to see more from the Daniels. I yeah. want to see more, obviously, from Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. I want to see more from uh, Stephanie who I want to yeah. know how to pronounce the last name. Yeah. I want to see more from, uh, from Ki Kwan. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, more trippy shit, please. Yes. Get weird. Get fucking weird. Yeah. Movies are supposed to be weird. Oh yeah, they're supposed to make. They're supposed to challenge your perceptions. Yeah, they're supposed to challenge the way you think and the way you experience things. They and had a five-minute thing where they were rocks. Yeah, and it was almost. I almost cried through that whole thing. because yeah. <laughs> it was like it's fucking beautiful, dude. Because that's what I'm saying. They can they go so outlandish, but they have such a strong emotional core right. that anchors everything in. Goddamn, fuck man. Goddamn. Even and and don't get me started on the action. Some of the that's some of the best action we have a whole review like in the, the same movie. We we, we may we may just jump to do a review of it, but I'm just gonna we're stop, running out of time. I'm gonna stop. We're it out there. of time. I'm gonna stop it there, guys. That's that's got to be the shoot. Dang, dang, dang! All right, I did it. I watched the ten movies. All right, we I think from from five up, I think we have mostly all the same picks. It was, yeah, it was just a, a, a Top Gun, Prey, Glass Onion, Batman, everything everywhere. Yes, right, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, all right. I learned a lot about myself going through it. Right, that you like a Sonic. That I like Sonic. I really loved Chip and Dale, and I didn't like Bullet Train as much as I thought I did. Or Bullet rather, I liked it, but not as much as everything else. Once you start thinking about it, Bullet Train isn't as good as you think it is. Yeah. Well, um, that said, I still think it, I still liked it and think it's good. Just not as good as I thought it was. Before. <laughs> all right, but you can tell us. Uh, you can talk shit all about our top ten yeah. on Twitter. At Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at And on Letterboxd at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Our last reviews, well, my last reviews were uh, Troll 2, The House of Gucci. What did I say about The House of Gucci? Uh, Adam Driver rode multiple tiny bicycles, mopeds, motorcycles, and stuffed his eight foot long body into three tiny Was not built for. Yes. <laughs> and all. Just to have Jared Leto say boop to his face. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Hollywood has nothing to do with his body. Yeah. They, don't, they, have, they have no idea what He's to do apparently with his body. Six, six, two and a half. He's the same height as I am. I find that flawed. He's eight feet tall. Yeah. We are not the same. Me and Adam Have you seen how broad he is for no he reason, is a too? Big man. Yeah. And you know what else is a big man? Ooh. 